it's hard to be intentional because being intentional means that um, it takes planning and it takes time. Yeah. It takes time. It takes a safe space and a safe environment to be able to share yeah. your heart, you know, the depths of your heart with one another. And it yeah. takes guards to be down. And, and, and so that, that's, um, that, that's a challenge, but it's what we're hoping that we could encourage people to get to what, what we're hoping that we could get to on a consistent yeah. basis as well. Yeah. Um, because we by no means sit from this superior chair, you know, where we're, sharing our hearts and our lives because we're 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 in it with you (laughs) we're here with you and so um you know we're gonna go back and watch our own episode (laughs) (laughs) hey what's up y'all this is rod and this is kai and welcome to married Married in in the the middle We have been married for 18 years. We have four amazing kids and a dog named Appa. This podcast is about helping marriages flourish through the challenges of the middle years. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Married Married in in the the Middle. middle. Uh, We have a vision to help as many couples as possible flourish in the middle years the tension of the middle years and we want to do that through authentic conversation and resources and bringing on guests and doing whatever we can to help strengthen marriages so what are we talking about today so today we're talking about really the evolution of uh, a husband and a wife you know you start one way but then you realize that over the years as time goes by you change the other person changes and it has an effect on what that marriage uh, dynamic looks like. And so today we're, we're actually digging into your mind, into oh. your heart, uh, to see uh, a man's perspective on um, how he feels the, his evolution affects marriage and what that yeah. looks like. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think so many times men don't talk about this. And so they don't share it with their wives. They may not have relationships with other brothers that they share it with. And so kind of the hope of today is to try to, to, to share some things that may, that may relate to you and may be affirmed in me saying them. And then as my wife is here listening, also teaching a posture of listening for the wife as the man tries to express where he is. And so that's what we're going to be doing today, talking about some of the challenges that happen in the middle years. And and don't worry, women, we'll, we'll get to the women's perspective. I, I kind of feel them up in arms when you, when you said posture of listening. But, uh, you know, ultimately we want peace. We want oneness. Yeah. And that's going to take a time for both of us to be able to hear one another's hearts. And like he said, I think it's easier overall for uh, women to share, even if we don't share at the depths of of where we are and what we're going through, um, I think it can be easier for us to kind of just spew off where you know what we're unhappy with or where we are in that day. Um, but we, it, it think it's harder overall for men to be able to express yeah. their hearts and and um, and what they're going through uh, and what they're dealing with. Yeah. And so that that's kind of what we want to hear today. And it's important for for us if we want that oneness. Yeah, you know, I think it's good because you're saying it's it's easier for women to share it's it's not always easier for a man to share Mm -hmm. and i think the same thing as it relates to to how we listen well to one another Mm -hmm. and so if we can do those two things i I have a saying that if you if you can talk about it right you can get through anything if if y'all got one dollar left but we know 10 cents is going here 20 cents is going there 40 cents you can work out anything 
if if you're able to communicate well. So hopefully uh, that's something that's coming across as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's going to take a sense of intentionality, which is it's hard because life is happening. Mm. Like uh, it's hard to be intentional because being intentional means that um, it takes planning and it takes time. Yeah. It takes time. It takes a safe space and a safe environment to be able to share yeah. your heart, you know, the depths of your heart with one another. And it yeah. takes guards to be down. And, and, and so that, that's, um, that, that's a challenge, but it's what we're hoping that we could encourage people to get to what, what we're hoping that we could get to on a consistent yeah. basis as well. Yeah. Um, because we by no means sit from this superior chair, you know, where we're, sharing right our hearts middle. and our lives because we're 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 in it with you yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. here with you yeah. and so um you know we're gonna go back and watch our own episode <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so, uh and inspire ourselves to do this so right. yeah but so yeah what, life is happening so what does that look like i want to take some time and frame where the 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 space that we're talking to and uh we want newlyweds and year in two years and people to listen to us I think you could benefit. We're, we're really going after marriages in the middle. Think year, year seven to year 20 plus. We're trying to hone in on that time of marriage. And in that time of marriage, life is happening. Um, it is it is busy. It is chaotic. Mm-hmm. One of the things we want to keep saying is we want to normalize the chaos. Right. So that you don't feel like something is crazy if you're in it. Um that kids are pulling us in every which way, every which direction. Uh, our kids are, mm. are having an effect on us. Mm-hmm. What else is happening? Um, financial burden. I mm-hmm. think at that point, maybe you're trying to buy a house or already buy, bought a house. And as kids are, are getting older, they have things That's that they want to be involved in. And um, you, you find that even if you do have a decent job with a good salary, um, the money just goes so fast and yeah. you, you feel that burden. That burden is, is weighing in on um, just how things are flowing in the household. Um, and so, then, yeah. And then you're preparing for your kids to go to college. Right. What are those costs going to be like? Am I saving enough for retirement? Uh, on top of that, um, am I caring for people outside of my family that I feel the responsibility right. to care for? And I think you start, when you start off a marriage, you kind of see those people and you think you have time and then you kind of just blink. And one day you're there yeah. <laughs> one Facts. day you're there. I mean, we're, we're about two and a half, three years away from having to pay for, for college for, for our first. And oh, Lord. it's uh yes, Lord help. And, um, <laughs> And so you kind of just blink and you're there, but also, yeah, just, just the busyness of the schedules, the, the ripping and the running. Sometimes we, we like to say that we're uh, two ships passing in the night, yeah, you know, and, and it's hard to, especially with kids and everything going on, it's hard to find that time to just, uh, to, to just sit and be with one another in peace um, without being, without any other interruptions. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I feel like that's, that's the normal life. I think for us, the, the other beautiful layer is ministry. And so right. I'm a pastor. That's, that's just another that's layer. That's a whole nother layer. Right. Um, you're very involved in what we do at the church and outside of the church. And so that's another layer. If you're, if you're a Christian or a part of ministry, then you know what that is. Right. Um, if you're not a Christian, I'm so glad you listened to this podcast. Mm-hmm. I hope we serve you well. 
Um, but it's just, it's, it's that hecticness of expectations and responsibilities. It's a challenging time. Yeah. And also I think in middle life you have, um, maybe something a little bit more vulnerable that uh, people don't may not want to bring up, but our bodies are changing. And so, um, you know, you know, health, health, some health factors may be coming in as we get older Our you know, we, we know spring chickens. (laughs) And so, uh, just, just our bodies changing and our own insecurities about maybe how the other person feels about us. You know, is he still attracted to me? Am I still attracted to her? Um, and, um, and that that weighs in, I think, subconsciously or straightforward with, with some people. Yeah. And, and it's something real that that people have to deal with, because by this point, uh, you know, a lot of women have had one or two or three or, or four, four <laughs> or more children. And, you know, bodies don't look the same as 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 pre kids and. You know, dads too. Dads, they, they didn't have the babies, but you know, <laughs> those dad bods be coming through, and you know, you kind of you look back on those wedding pictures or those early what days, happened? and you're like, "Darn, I was looking at a picture uh, uh, from our honeymoon, and slow those down, abs was just coming." Down, I was like, "Wow, slow I had down, abs. <laughs> <laughs> I miss those abs." Oh but you know, our our just our bodies are different, and, and I think just the insecurities can, can affect our intimacy yeah. with one another. And, yeah. um, so that, that's another aspect. Um, yeah. what else we have? We got busy schedules. We talked about that aging parents. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a humble thing to watch your parents age. Yeah. Um, my dad's 70 now. Uh, what's up dad? You probably watching. Still going um, strong. Still going strong. <laughs> Thank God um, all of them are still going, all yeah, four of our parents are. Yeah, but it's just, you're just watching them age. Yeah. And uh, it's nothing you can do to stop it. And it's it's a it's a snapshot into your own mortality. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the older you get and the longer we're married, the yeah. more we are aware of um, how life is like a vapor. Yeah. It's here today and gone tomorrow. So uh, you're dealing with that. And then I think you're dealing with a shrink, a shrinking community. Right. where friends are either um, leaving or you're moving or you're just not as close or you're watching friends uh, not be as close as they were before. Mm-hmm. Like you're dealing with a shrinking. Yeah, a shrinking I just and overall, as you get, I think as you as you get older, you you're not as willing to just open up mm. and have more friends. That's so good. I was. um every now and then I, I meet someone and I can tell that, Hey, this could be a really good friendship. But in my mind, I'm thinking, I don't have space in my life for you. Yeah. <laughs> and so you, you get older, your life get your schedule gets more full or busy. And overall you're just more tired. And you, you know, the thought of like having this community, um, is not as prevalent as it was when, when you're in your twenties and, uh, or when you're in college. So y'all, for, y'all forgive our dog, you know, Appa. She, Appa. she always wants to be a part of the episode. So <laughs> Yeah, I think you're, I think it makes you treasure the friendships that you do have. Right. The friendships that are cultivated and where you don't have to start from the top and explain every scenario, but right. you could just continue this history, conversation. Yeah. I think that's, that's so huge. So, so let's talk about, so that's just where we are, a bit of where we are. We can go on about that for a whole episode but let's talk about the husband let's talk about the husband so brother we man this episode is for you 
this episode is for you. We just talk well, about uh, really it, it would be for for the wife. I know, but I'm just saying I'm coming. Brother, I'm coming. <laughs> he's help he's helping y'all today. <laughs> no, it's good. Uh, he's helping you. Yeah, it, it's it's real it's for those brothers. One, I think for validation to know that you're not crazy. Um and you're not extra that a lot of times people feel like they're isolated in their feelings or maybe coming from the outside, um, mm-hmm. feeling like their their feelings are not valid. Like mm-hmm. um but you know, you're going to hear, and obviously your life is personal to, to yeah. your life, but there are some underlining um, things that I think could apply to um, all, all men in all marriages. And, and that's important for, for us women to hear. So for men, it, it's validation, but for women, it's, you know, sit down, grab a cup of water. And if you have to put some water in your mouth and just hold the water there so you don't say anything or object to, to some of the things, it's just a good time to open your heart to hear it from someone else. Yeah. Um, just to know that your, your, your husband isn't crazy and that his feelings are important as well. And I think that in hearing his heart, um, it, it helps us to be, um, it helps us to be at, at peace with, um, knowing how to minister to our own husbands. So, yeah, I think we, we, we jump into marriage or we, we come into marriage and there's this evolution for a man, and and I think the three things we want to do is we want to we want to lead, we want to provide, and we want to protect. Uh, we want to we want to lead our families well, and I think subconsciously, and this is another episode that we'll get to, we're leading out of what we've seen, mm-hmm. and so what we want to do is we want to be better than our fathers were. And I think that's a natural desire. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're, we're leading our families and then, and then we find out maybe I need to make more money. So I need to, I need to get a new job or maybe I need to, to go back to school or maybe I need to provide a better home or maybe I need to learn how to lead my family spiritually, emotionally, physically. Uh, maybe I need to make sure I'm protecting my family. What measures must I do in that? And here's the thing that's hard for a man. Uh, you're changing. You're evolving. You're not the man you were when you first got married. You're you're different now. And you're married to someone that's evolving as well. Mm-hmm. And maybe kids are now coming into the picture. And now you got to figure out uh, not just how do I provide, but am I providing enough now that I have children? Mm-hmm. Uh, is my home large enough now that I have children? Am, am I, how do I protect my kids? That's a different conversation. Um, how do I lead my children spiritually? Maybe my wife and I are Christians and now I need to, I need to help lead my child in a way that's, that's honoring to the Lord. Or now we have education and what school are my kids going to go to? And am I living in the right area to get to the right school? And how, how do this, this stuff gets endless Mm -hmm. and all the while, brother, pressure is building up on you and there's an expectation spoken or unspoken from your wife, from your family, from your friends to perform, Mm -hmm. to get it done. That is a, that is a daunting task, particularly in the middle of marriage. And it's not that you're just starting to do that. That's, you know, the earlier years, marriage in the middle, you've been doing that, or you're, you're learning more and more how to do that more effectively. And the problem is you doing that doesn't get you credit sometimes from your spouse because it's a 
it's an expectation in our culture that men would lead and protect uh, and, and, and guide and, and provide. It, there's this expectation. And a lot of times you can be winning or you can be doing the best you can. And you know, brother, in your heart, you're doing the best you can. But then to do that and not hear validations mm. or I appreciate you or I honor you mm. or what do you need when you come home? Because I know how you have been killing it out there. Or uh, can I just spend the, the, the evening praying for you and encouraging your heart and gospeling your heart uh, and your kids No. No, daddy, thank you. Daddy, I need, I need, I need, I need. And you can feel like when you're coming home, man, the, like the pressures of the needs, they don't dissipate. They only increase. And sometimes, brothers, the better you provide, the better the expectation for continual needs to grow. <laughs> and so it, it becomes if you don't have if you don't have a healthy community, if you don't have healthy outlets, you start to crack under that pressure, even if ever so slightly. And this is what leads, I think, to a lot of, of challenges and burnout and frustration. And, and especially if you don't feel you're getting that from your wife, your home can be a very lonely place. And this is why brothers pacify themselves for stuff like sports that's why if you talk about the lakers and lebron james we could talk for 20 30 minutes <laughs> but actually how you feel in your marriage and you got nothing to say um and so that's just some of the some of the evolution that that brothers are going through that makes it that makes it hard that's good that's really good um so when you think about the evolution who you were uh maybe you did get a lot of that in the beginning when there weren't any uh, other factors pulling on you. Um, but as time went on and you're changing and your wife is changing and your family is changing, yeah. um, what is it that you feel? I mean, you, you said, you said a lot, but when you think about what you need, what do you, what, what would you want um, me to know? And what do you feel men want their wives to know about, uh, who they are and where they are right now. To clarify something, I was not speaking about my wife. Okay, I'm just I'm drawing parallels to how people may feel. Not not that there haven't been times I felt that way, mm -hmm. but I think it's important that I draw parallels. So I'm not when I'm talking about us, I'm not talking about her. Well, I think I, I mean, as you're saying some of those things, I can I can see us in some of that too, and I think. Um, some of the things that you said, I feel like I, I may fall in a few of those categories mm -hmm. where, um, again, because what we do as people, we, we tend to think of ourselves first and how yeah. we feel and where we are. And so um, I, I do think it could it could apply to us as well. I don't know. I, th I, I think you're right. I think there are definitely seasons. We were talking about this earlier. We were like when we first got married, um, it was Rod and Kai. That's it. And we Just lived in a one bedroom, one bath apartment, mm -hmm. 800 square feet of mm -hmm. love. Just like <laughs> 800, all 800, all square 800. Feet. <laughs> like I want to come home. Rod, you, you hanging a nine, hanging a day. Dog. We got to, <laughs> we got to take that to the crib. Uh, and, and it, because the simplicity of it was, right. it's you and I. Right. Um, 
and I think it's 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 not it was easier in those seasons to be a person that affirms and right so on and so forth. But I think um, your question was what what do men need as they yeah mature? what do you want what do you want us to know Yeah, I think I think it's intentionality. I think things like date nights are critically important. That your marriage has to be the most important thing in your family, and so you have to get time away for that like this past summer we went to cancun and we left a lot of drama here subconsciously there was no work there was no kids there were none of those tasks and it's almost like this escape back into man it's just rod and kai you know um so i think that stuff that i think that stuff is important but i think it's also communicating to your spouse and here's the hard things brother communicating to your spouse what you need because she does not know that subconsciously. She doesn't just pick it up. And I could hear my brothers talking back to me. They're saying, Rod, I told her. I already told her this. You know how many times I told her this? And here's here's the good news of repetition, uh, that, that your job as a husband is not just to communicate once and expect what you want to be done because you do you don't do that with God, right? God can ask you to do something here and it takes you seasons to learn in the same way. There needs to be a consistent communication that's happening. So your wife knows what you desire, right? So, and then there's going to be times where she doesn't, she doesn't do it or she doesn't, she doesn't meet what your expectations are. And that's where grace needs to be there to help you to help you get through those times. So so you would want us to know what? You would want us to know that we need to be more intentional about um, maybe asking or, or like date nights or... Yeah, I think it's... I think there needs to be a level of intentionality from women to really listen to their husbands. He's communicating. Even if he's not a communicator, he's communicating. Um, and the stuff that he says and the stuff that he's done, that he's doing. And I know when we get to the woman's side, it's going to be a thousand and one things that they're doing. A thousand and two things. A thousand and two <laughs> things that they're doing. But, but there needs to be this priority on the husband so he feels validated and he feels like he has a place. Mm-hmm. Um, that he is coming home and he's honored and he's respected. Um, that's a... That's legitimate need. The scripture tells us that in Ephesians chapter 5. And so I think there needs to be attention there. Hey, what's up? We hope you are enjoying that episode. I want to encourage you to like, comment, share, subscribe. If you are listening to this on a podcast, I want to encourage you to leave a review. Leave a review, yes. And we want to let you guys know that we're trying to build a community of viewers. So we have a Patreon page where you could interact with us on a more personal level. Mm -hmm. You can get exclusive content. So if you want to know more about our Patreon page, check out the description box below and click on that link. So enjoy the episode. Peace. When you say um, just kind of intentionality, I think sometimes Mm. not not all men are talkers. and so how do you feel, how can we do that? How can we draw that out Yeah. when, when you feel maybe they it's layered? Yeah, like they're not saying it, they're not communicating well. Like um, how can we help to disarm? Yeah, I think um, 
I think asking questions. I cannot emphasize, though, the importance of having time alone where you're spending time together because it increases the, the probability of a successful conversation because you have less distractions. So I think that's, I think that's hugely important. But I think uh, one of the ways women can do that, particularly if your husband's not a communicator, is asking questions because that's going to signal you're really trying to serve your husband well. Hmm. That's going to signal you you care about what he's asking for, whether it's 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 t- time or, or food or sex or 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 attention in this area of his life that you find whack but he's in love with it so you're going to intentionally invest in the things that he's passionate about it's mm. it's asking questions you do this in in the NBA games she's done it so long so <laughs> at this point it's irritating because i know where she's going but she starts acting like you know what the game is about and you're like well, why that player did that he i watched the previews i know a little bit it's like come on <laughs> but no it's it's her attempt and so we got to make room for that it's it's her attempt i got to do a better job of making room for that mm-hmm. it's her attempt of trying to be in my world and so uh, you would say often when, when we were early in marriage, you would say, I want to have a pinky toe in every area of his life. And so she would show up at my job when I used to teach and just just hang out for a couple minutes, just showing, showing that she has a place in this. And I think that's important because you're, you're, you're showing your husband you care about his world. Mm. Um, but when he feels like he has all these segmented parts of his life and his wife has nothing to do with any of them. I think you just start to just do your own thing. Sometimes not even trying to do your own thing. You just, well, this is the thing I got it done. So I'm doing it. I'm doing my own thing. And I think Mm -hmm. that's disastrous on many levels. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, and, and, and as I'm hearing him, what, what I hope and even what I'm what I'm thinking for myself is um, there the intentionality that it will take for me to somewhat make some of those things happen. So that might mean that I need to do a little bit more to get someone to sit with the kids, you know, um, find someone that I can trust. Uh, maybe I need to do or women to, to take those initial steps. And I think that shows initiative yeah. to take those steps to say, I'm, I'm trying to make um, room for us. But what I wanted to ask you just going in, you talked about um, what it is you feel like men need. What happens, like what happens in your heart when you feel like you don't get that, like that, that doesn't come, you know, and it's uh, all the hecticness of life. Life is still happening and you're just not, you know what? What do men feel? That's not what. Ha- on, what what's happening in? That's in not on our tablet. It's not. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> um, I man. I wanna. I don't wanna gloss over this. This is. This is happening in someone's life right now. Yeah. Um. You feel like. There's nothing you can do. Um. And I'm not saying there is nothing you can do. I'm just saying you feel that way. You feel like, um, is this ever going to improve? Am I ever going to get what I want? And you feel ashamed. And so this isn't something that's going to come up in conversation. 
where you're playing pool with the brothers mm. or where you're hanging out in community. It's not going to come up in a community group because you're, cause you're ashamed that you don't get that. What it does is it drives you into isolation oftentimes if we're not trained on speaking and sharing and pulling people in. We isolate and withdraw and stick to ourselves. And in that, you can have all kind of of evil thoughts that come to your mind. You can have thoughts of, well, if she's not going to do this, mm-hmm. then I no longer need to do that, regardless of what that makes me seem like or feel like. I'm going to respond in anger in that way, or I'm going to respond in, in in hatred that way, or what or whatever it is. I'm going to respond negatively. Or then you can get to a point where you say, you know what? I'm just done in that area. And so you close up, you close the door to that part of your marriage. And what you don't know when you close the door is you're opening another door. Mm, that's good. To have that need fulfilled in ways that only your marriage was supposed to fulfill that. And I'm not just talking about sex. There can be emotional relationships that develop outside of your home and you're trusting this woman not not sexually but emotionally or you're trusting some woman psychologically for what she brings to the table in some way or trusting another woman in some other you you can be entrusting yourself to women if not sexually and i think that's how things happen and i'm not at all excusing him he is guilty as sin he is wrong it is horrible it shouldn't happen regardless of how she responds. Mm. But I'm just trying to trying to show the pathology of sin and how and how these things occur. And so, brother, if that's you, part of your job in leading is knowing when to say, I need help. Knowing when to throw in the white flag, knowing when to ask people, pastors, therapists, um, um, friends, hey, I need I need help here. This isn't working. And marriage is a community project hmm. that you don't do in isolation. You need other brothers walking with you uh, through the challenges of marriage in the middle. Yeah. That's good. That's real good. Um, there's a lot in that, and I think it's just good for us to kind of just, as women, sit and hear uh the painful thing because maybe you maybe you're in that place where that's that's where you are or you know that your husband has um shut down you can say yeah he i feel like this is where we are he's completely shut down in this area and maybe you can't even track why because you have so much in your own mind and in your own heart um but he, he this is almost like peeling the layers back for us to see and this this that this doesn't happen overnight you yeah. know uh be, as he evolves these are things that are just tacked on and tacked on and tacked on um until you kind of look up and you realize like who are we and how did we get here there's two things i want to say about that i want to come to what you just said because that's that's uh, i'll say your part first uh, the woman can feel like okay i messed up how do i get him back it feels like there's nothing I can do to get right, him back. Right. It feels like he's just, he's changed. He's another person. He's not the person I married. How do I, how do I get his attention? Um, and I want to say some of that for your episode. 
I really do. <laughs> but I think it's 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 continuing to do the things you know to do to love and serve your husband, love and serve your husband well. In the same way, husbands are called to love and serve their wives well. Um, but I, I also want to say to Christians that are watching the podcast, you may think, or or woman married to a Christian man, you may think, well, I, I don't have to worry about that because he's Christian. And and because he's Christian, he will never do nothing like that. Hmm. Or you may say, oh, I know he's not going to cheat because he in, he in this community group, so I don't even got to worry about that with him. Here's the problem. Uh, one, you have a skewed view of sin. Hmm. You think sin is conquered in the community or church service, and you don't realize it takes the applied blood of Jesus yeah. to deal with all of our sins. And just because this brother is crucifying his flesh and looking to please God in his marriage doesn't mean he doesn't have those needs. So I think sometimes Christian women can put men in a Christian bubble and feel like, Oh, he'll just, he'll be all right. He'll just, he'll take it. He not going nowhere. Right. And you settle for someone being present in your home and not present in your home. Right. You settle for him being there. You settle for the pictures on Instagram and Facebook and miss the beauty and the splendor that can evolve out of a man who is blossoming as his wife is serving him well. There's a whole nother man in there. Hmm. That's so good. That, yeah. That you may not have met and you need to meet as you love him sacrificially and he loves you sacrificially. Ephesians 521. Mm hmm. Um, I kind of want to just pivot a little bit because there's a couple other questions or topics, I guess, um, in relation to your evolution or evolution of man um, over time in marriage. Um, But married in the middle, like so some years have gone by, maybe you've established or grown deeper in your career. Can Mm -hmm. you talk a little bit about um, how you feel your your evolution in career impacts marriage and and who you are. I know you spoke a little bit about working before, but like yeah. how do, what does that look like? Yeah, men compete and men compare. And so we are constantly pulling out our measuring sticks and measuring ourselves against other men around us. Um and unfortunately, subconsciously we build identities based on how we measure up in comparison to other men. And so regardless of what you do, um, I think you're always subconsciously comparing yourself to others. The beautiful thing happens when you get off of the social treadmill Hmm. and begin to walk in the thing that God has called you to do and the thing that makes you come alive uh, because you know you're doing anything you were born and designed to do. That's that's the sweet spot. That's Mm -hmm. the spot out there regardless of how many commas are attached to that, you know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I get fulfillment in doing a thing that matters to God and matters, matters to me. I think without that, uh, you're just in a competition. I was talking to a police officer. He works in the town of Palm Beach and he was telling me about a, a guy who 
uh, tore down a $110 million house. He bought a $110 million house and he tore the house down to build another house. And, and I wondered, I asked the brother, I said, man, do you think he's, do you think he's happy? And he said, he can't be happy because he just, he demolished a $110 million house just to buy another one. He says, these people are miserable. And I think it's really easy, man, for us, whatever your career is, it could be a, a dozens of hundreds of things that you're doing, um, that if you, we seek to find happiness and fulfillment in our careers, it doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't do it. The problem is many of us will stay on the treadmill of our careers for the rest of our lives. Mm. And so I think the wisdom in evolving as a man is finding that thing that God's called you to do and doing that thing faithfully doing that thing that, that makes you come alive, that you would do for free, that that kind of thing. I think it's it's fine that until that there's a real call, mm-hmm. not for you to sit at home and play video games, but God's called you <laughs> Hello, somebody. To, to provide for your family and to think creatively and strategically about ways that you could do that. I think that's yeah. a man's job. Mm-hmm. Uh, scripture says if a man doesn't need, he's worse than, it, worse than an infidel so, or unbeliever. So how are you taking care of your family. Mm-hmm. Um, and you should do that as best you can, um, and you should work as hard as you can to do that. Yeah, um, you said something earlier, you were talking about the measuring sticks, and um, I just think it's good for us to know that as women, mm. that you're constantly measuring. Uh, one, either for the woman who has no idea that that's going on, um, you know, and, and so we can be more sensitive Uh, as it relates to how we talk about your job, Mm -hmm. how we talk about what you do, um, or for the woman who is measuring as well, comparing Mm -hmm. her husband Mm -hmm. to someone else's job or someone else's income and how someone else provides, like, um, to know that men are constantly, um, constantly measuring, it really doesn't help that we add to that and, and measure with you. Right. (laughs) Right. And let, let, let me just say this. There's some men who um, work a modest job and make a modest income and they feel uh, fulfilled doing that. Now, again, I yeah. want to encourage every man, you should be working to provide for your family. Um, you shouldn't be working to provide for frivolous spending or so somebody can go buy an expensive purse, but you should be working diligently in providing your family for some of those men that they make a modest income i think they should they should work hard and they should be they should be diligent in providing but i think for for some of you women there uh you you didn't marry a millionaire right and that and that may not be in the cards and you and you knew that Uh-oh. when you married him oh easy <laughs> <laughs> right no i mean just the That's idea good. sometimes you know we can get better. We can improve, but essentially we, we are who we are. God Mm. has put certain talents and certain gifts, Mm. certain abilities, um, in every person. And sometimes, um, we see, you know, I've, I've seen this, you know, time and time again, Mm. you marry a person and maybe he has certain capabilities. Maybe he's not that person that's going to start five businesses Mm. or, um, you know, go after you know that fortune 500 company or try to work in in a corporate office 
Um, you know, work, maybe or, he's a simpleton. Or work 90 hours a week or work 90, But maybe he's a simpleton. Maybe he's a simple guy. Right. But maybe he values making sure that his home, maybe he's a handy person. Yeah. And, and, and you love that about him when you, you know, when you met him and when you guys were dating and you appreciated certain aspects of him. Now, you know, life may be getting challenging, financial burdens, so on and so forth, or comparison because of social media or just looking next door. And now we're, we're pushing them to be something that they're not. And they feel, they feel the pressure uh, of, they, they can tell, they, they feel that pressure when you're trying to get them to be something that they're not. And, and, um, and so it's good for us to know, like, hey, if 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 they are who they are, let them let them be who they are. How can I get behind yeah. and support and encourage? And maybe that can flourish into something else within his own, um, you know, within his own limitations, yeah. you know. No, I think that's so good. I think so many of us have to readjust our expectations. Yeah. Particularly in middle marriage. Your your the limitations are on you. They're staring you in the face, and so here's your your two choices. I can keep trying to hammer it away mm-hmm. and make it happen and destroy him in the process, or mm. de- destroy your so kids good, yeah. in the process, or destroy yourself in the process. Mm-hmm. Or I can say, God, these are the cards. Yeah, you've dealt me. Teach me contentment where I am. Mm. And the beautiful thing about contentment is you find greater joy. Hmm. in contentment than in whatever those things you're running after and so yeah and i i mean just for for me personally and for others that i've seen when they can when they can find contentment in who their husband is and and in their own gifts and their abilities and they can get behind that i think it opens the door it gives it it gives a it gives the man the freedom yeah. to feel like he can grow it, you know, with, with his, within his gifts and abilities that he can grow, he can mm-hmm. flourish. Mm-hmm. Um, and that God can add uh, new and fresh ideas and, and that they could flourish, but we're, we're part of that. We could either build or, or, or tear down. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's great. I guess one, one other area that I, I, we, we talked a little about it, but we can't really, um, finish the conversation without talking about how this affects uh, who you are in the marriage is is children and some of us may have children or or, or not um, but I think for those who have children it's it's one of the biggest factors in in who we are as as a couple it, it plays a huge role in how we evolve overall because then they grow up and they have their own personalities. And I find that every personality changes the dynamics of the family with with us, uh, you know, because each child has their own personality. And so, you know, when it's just me and you, it's, it's just me and you, it's just you and that, and that spouse, but then you add children and um, the attention uh, shifts and just overall, how, how Mm. does that, as you have evolved, how's, how has fatherhood um, affected you and what do you feel impacts you know, you the most. Yeah. Uh, when it was just Kai and I, and then we found out we were pregnant with our oldest Jordan and, um, we both were very happy that we we're pregnant and, mm-hmm. and she came and I found out very, very quickly, uh, that I shifted. I was in, I was in first uh, <laughs> Your position, position. shifted. <laughs> I was in first position. I went to I actually didn't even go to second. Position. I went to third position cause her mother lived this with us for three weeks. So it went from, 
First position. Oh, hey, what's up, Mama Sue? I soaked <laughs> up every moment of those three weeks with her. <laughs> First position, the third position. And um, man, you just find that God downloaded a mothering manual right. in your wife and didn't give you any. Right. And so the stuff that comes natural to her, you got to learn. And that's um, unexpected for both. I, yeah. I don't, you know. And it's just the wife and the husband. Yeah, I think I think you take another position. And and the danger is if you never get back to the first position, then marriage becomes hard and challenging. Because what happens is you pay so much attention to your kids, your kids, your kids, your kids, your kids, when they all leave and they will leave. Mm. Um, what do you have left in no, your marriage? No, don't leave. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think it's I think it's getting back to honest conversation. And when the, when the child is a baby, listen, all hands on deck, right? Like needs attention there. But I think as a, as a father, you have to adjust in how you relate to your wife when she becomes a mother. And then as the kids continue to age, how are you as a father? Hmm. I think it, 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 it's really about what's most important. What are, what are three things, three, four things I want my kids to get before they walk out that door. And then, the call of fatherhood is as you are changing and the time you have is changing, your health is changing and uh, aging parents are happening. All the stuff that we talked about before is how do I make priority and room for my children over uh, the busyness of a career, over the busyness of friends and other projects that are jumping off? How am I getting quality time with my kids? And that can happen uh, for us, that happens a lot on the way to school and on the way home from yeah. school. It happens around the dinner table. It happens as they're preparing for, for bed and we're having a conversation. I think it's important that we learn and find ways to, to do that. So I think for the father, the first part is you're wrestling with being second or third or fifth. We have four children. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm not that. But um, you're, you're wrestling with that, and then the call is still for you to care and love on your mm -hmm. kids as you as you evolve into different spots. And what do you think is important for us to know? I mean, our kids are starting to get a little bit older. Each of them have full personalities now. They can each have conversations. Even Grace, she's four, about to be five, but yeah. she um, is pretty sharp cookie and she can have um, real conversations. Like, Because I think that they this can be a, a huge area of contention mm. as they get older, um, what their needs are, uh, which direction you want them to shift in, what you want them to be focused on as children that can create a lot of, um, contention in the marriage. What, what do you think that, like, what do you want, um, women to know? What do you think it's important for us to understand as your role as a father? I think the first thing is, is we got to be on the same page. And again, that's why time alone to plan and talk is so important because when when it's my time to speak to the kids, correct the kids, discipline the kids, I need you to trust me to do that. And we won't we that's won't big. care for the kids the same. Uh, so we, <laughs> we may not you know, we may not put lotions on both legs. We may only put it but on both one. legs need lotion though. You know, we, <laughs> That, that dress may not be ironed before school or whatever, but so we're going to care differently. We're also going to discipline differently. Mm. And, and men need the flexibility to do that. They're not, they're not desiring to kill their kids. They're just trying to discipline them. 
Um, and so he needs. He but needs but if you don't pack those grapes properly, won't they die though? Isn't it? <laughs> just marriage in the the middle. things we get fixated on marriage. as mothers because <laughs> we just no, do it true. so well. It's true. It's it's a give and take, and it's a conversation. So you gotta trust <laughs> your husband with your children. I think that's right. a big takeaway. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So this was a great episode. Uh, I talked a lot. Uh, <laughs> our next episode is going to be my wife doing the majority right. of talking. And we're going to be hearing about how do we love our wives well in the middle years. And so, man, stay tuned for that. Like, subscribe, share, share. this video. And uh, we'll be back with y'all soon. See you Bye when everybody. I see you. Peace.